to Straight to Hell Home Video. Today I'm joined by Stephanie, Jessup, and the Grand Jonaldi, and we will be talking about a shot-on-video film called Goblin, released in 1993 and directed by Todd Sheets. So, there are some critical aspects, I think, to every Todd Sheets movie, and they include pawing at various organ meats, midi thrash metal track, acting from guys who feel uncomfortable outside a cut-off mortician tee, and the fundamentals are also Fulci gore worship, meandering plotline, uh, the body is a hollow shell, anatomically, in which all organs <laughs> yes, exist. in all places. Uh, there's no momentum or fascia, which is nope. a scientific term for the things that keep those organs in place. Mm-hmm. Steph, how many chicken cutlets can you fit up in your vagina? <laughs> chicken skins also. And, this is critical, every Todd Sheets early film has something that I call the third act zombie lever, which after he cranks it, zombies come out and they kill everybody involved. Um, the general plot of this film is that a group of friends open a well uh, that was sealed, unleashing a supernatural goblin. Do we see that? Well, I mean, they went into a basement right. and they well, found the suitcase. They, I don't remember a well. <laughs> I don't remember a well. They <laughs> talk about having done it in one of the many okay, exposition they talk dumps. about it. Mm-hmm. They talk about yeah. it. Um, mm-hmm. And he was summoned by the previous owner of the house because he wanted his crops to grow because, as we know, spells with crop growing are always next to spells about summoning a goblin. Um, and cute. goblin is loosely, right, right. You know, okay. No, hold on. Can we just like t- what, <laughs> what is the definition of a goblin to you? Because goblin to <laughs> me, there's not a goblin in this movie at all. Well, that's what I'm saying, this, yeah. this is not a goblin. He's fucking dead, fat meatloaf wearing a tattered sheet. This is Merriam Dictionary de- defines goblin <laughs> in fairy tales. Goblins are mischievous, magical creatures, while fairies and gnomes are often portrayed as kind. Goblins are usually malicious troublemakers. In the 1500s, a goblin was defined as a mischievous and ugly fairy or a devil. Since then, some fictional goblins have been slightly less menacing than the original definition suggests, but these mean little creatures are almost never the heroes of stories. In the Harry Potter books, dangerous goblins control the wizard banks. (laughs) Jews. (laughs) Um... I wanted to point out that the goblin does look a lot like Jonathan Davies from Corn meets Oscar the Grouch. You're not with it. 
And uh, so a co- couple of factoids. Um, one, this was Todd Sheets' least favorite film, retrospectively. How many did he make? Uh, <laughs> quite, quite a few. Oh. So this um, wasn't his first. N- no, but he is. He's still making movies. Um, Are they of this quality? I sh- can only hope so. <laughs> um, still making movies. Right. <laughs> Two. Uh, he didn't. He had lost the the spark to want to do the violent gory scenes. So if you'll notice, uh, his friends actually did all the gore scenes, which is no, why I didn't it's notice a that. normal guy's arms coming out and not the goblins. Right. Well, carefully. I couldn't tell the difference between like what was their friends and what was like professional actors. Yeah, it was hard. Hard. <laughs> oh, oh, fun yeah. fact. No, it was hard. I also didn't get the Lucio Fulci connection until somebody said it in the movie that they appreciate Lucio Fulci's they gore. They also threw Romero out there in yes. case you didn't catch that. Now, uh, yeah, his corpse. They just threw it out there. <laughs> uh, actually, <laughs> his friends made up the majority of the cast. I nope, don't know if you no guys kidding. know that. No, no kidding. You don't say. Yeah. The, uh, you mean, you mean uh-huh. the guy that was like the overweight dude that kept that had long hair that kept like throwing his hair yeah, behind yeah. his hair? But he was also the goblin. Yeah. Yeah. So he yeah. was the goblin dude. And then I'll I'll open up the floor to you guys, but there are a couple of things that I wanted to touch base on. Oh yeah, let's do it. Um, let's touch base. Uh, touch base. Can we touch base on why every time a woman screams they have to grab their hair? Every well, time. <laughs> I'm so scared. Grab my hair. Does it, are women afraid like their hair's gonna fall out if they don't grab it? Like I don't have enough hair to grab, so it's, know, for me it's difficult. I wanna know why in the scene where the two women won't let the dudes in and they find the key under the mat and they open the door that there weren't bitches being hit for not letting them in. <laughs> not letting them into the dudes the... in. <laughs> now, we no, get... Steph, when, when you get scared, do your hair follicles go like, whoa, no! And then yes. they, for a second, they lose grip of the, yeah, of the I hair. I have to hold them on right. my head. Yeah. Steph, yeah. when yeah. you read a book and you yes. open it to a random page, do you know the instant backstory of everything that happened <laughs> in that book? <laughs> when you go in the bathroom and you tell me you have to shave, do you just scare your pubes so bad that all the vagina hair falls out? Yeah, that means so much easier than actually try putting a razor, Steph, you know. As a woman, do you, at, at random times, do you feel the need to just go into the bathroom and change out of your, your pants? Your skirt and put, a, put shorts on. Right. And put a fancy belt. Yeah. You gotta have that belt. <laughs> Maybe she wants to look good. All right, so a couple of points I think are Steph, critical. as a woman. Yeah. <laughs> I, have a lot of, I have a lot of questions I know, about, like, yeah, as a woman. All right, so one, shaking a saw makes it work. Two... We have a soundtrack by Enochian Key, which is, I think, Todd Sheets. I'm, I'm not 100% sure, but I'm guessing. Oh, it probably no, is. The, Todd the soundtrack sounds like you got, you saw a woman, like, nursing a baby, and you took the baby away from the mom, and you, were, you gave the baby a guitar, and you were like, you're going to write a Nine Inch Nails song, or I'm going to blow your mom's brains out. And the baby was like, okay! And they just started strumming the guitar with his um, little baby hand flapping it. The line, sounds like you're reading from the next Stephen King novel uh-huh. to me. Oh, yeah. Um... Lucio Fulci. Oh, I, I, this is a, a Jesse reference. Uh, I have here Gumgi Gumgi Foley artistry. <laughs> that's the majority gum-gy. of the sound effect. Um, Don't read that. That's the Libro Muerto. That's right. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a shitty evil. Is that the Book of the Dead? It's like a uh-huh. shitty. And lastly, I think this line is, is very um, inspired. Get your fucking ass out here. I'm going to die. Yeah. This movie's like No Frills Evil Dead. Yeah. I thought No Frills Evil Dead was Evil Dead, but it turns <laughs> no. out that No Frills Evil I, Dead I thought is... this entire movie was just an infomercial for raw cutlet meat. <laughs> no, I didn't even think... I think they had like a $2 budget for like cold cuts, and they ran out, so then they just started soaking their socks in like <laughs> Pepto-Bismol. <laughs> also, wait. Okay, here's my issue. 
Well, we'll start with you, Steph, as a woman, we'll start with you first to review this film. Okay, Steph, as a woman, how horny did you get when you saw the dude in the beginning raking leaves outside with his, like, deep V velour shirt? He had a velour shirt on, because you don't do farm work wearing velour. And what was he talking about when he was raking thistle? Why does everybody have terrible teeth in this movie? No, that was the most horrifying (laughs) thing in that opening. It was like... Oh, finally, I can see something in his film. And I'm like, oh, God. Yeah. Know, He's dude. got like three rows of teeth yes. on top. Dude, when, when the credits, the, when they showed his teeth, it should have been like the intro of the movie. It should have been like Tyrannosaurus tooth. And it was just like, it should have been, it should have been malignant teratoma. And it should have gone into I wanted, it. I wanted to see a fight between, I want to see a Mortal Kombat fight between this guy and Kelsey's boyfriend, Shark Teeth. Ex-boyfriend. 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 Yeah. Ex-boyfriend. Um, no, so my, I mean, my, my main issue with this movie is not good, right? I, I don't and I laughed. I laughed so, I laughed the entire time. Jesse's like, why are you laughing so much? I'm like, this movie is ridiculous. No, no, here's, but here's my follow-up question, though, to that. Did you enjoy it? No. 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 Okay, hmm. but here's Interesting. my, my main issue is, like, the lack of respect for anatomy, right? Because, like, you pointed out. There's just cold cuts in every part of your body. Dude. You can put your finger in an ear and, yeah, and you just pull and out cold cuts. Like Virginia Big Tam. No, yeah. It's like you put your finger in an ear and then it's and then you're doing a magic trick with chicken skin yeah. and seeing how much chicken also, skin you can come out of. How much water that squirts out of your body when you get stabbed? Well, the human body is I mean, made of ninety percent water. Right. Thank I, you, just, I just want to know, like. They had to have all gotten sick, right? They all got E. coli. There's just no way that they were deconning themselves. They the poop out of those guts. Because Jesse Mushing talked it. about this in the Spine of the Night episode that he appreciates when people's bodies are like made of just like wet dough. I feel like Todd Sheets <laughs> thinks that the inside of the body is all just full of like spaghetti. Yeah, you mush. Know. It's just mush. It's all mushy I mean, spaghetti, but the mushy spaghetti has a meaning, but only the mushy spaghetti yeah. knows. I mean, it's cosmic horror, right? Yeah. I mean, but that's re- right. But really, uh, I, I was kind of laughing at the fact that like, they eat pizza at one point, Yo, and it's the pizza. driest looking pizza. Like, like they were just dough triangles, it was cardboard. Pizza. Yeah, no, it looked like, like it looked like someone made like legit pizza out of styrofoam. Yeah. That's no, her like, mom's recipe. She, yeah, she's like so proud. My mom made this, and Jesse's like, "Is that pizza still frozen?" <laughs> <laughs> Stuff you would know about this. It looked like menstruation on styrofoam, right? The pizza. Oh, just like it. Yeah. I mean, I put my menstruation on styrofoam all the time. Contracts bears <laughs> when you take off your Stouffer's pizza pad. Yes. Right? <laughs> yeah. Helios only in this oh, house. Oh god! Oh yeah. Then I mean, the French movie. Bread? It's like for a little while, I was like, okay, I can kind of follow the plot of this, and then it was like, well, I don't know, zombies. I had no idea what was going on. Steph's like, I was like, why is the guy looking in the fridge? Why is there nothing in this house? She's like, they just moved in. <laughs> I mean, between this and Satan's Storybook, I appreciate this movie a little bit more because no, same, at least same. this no. this movie had one goal in mind: pull random animal organs yeah. out of every orifice. Also, and that's it. the thing about this movie is you could actually hear the majority of the dialogue, whereas but with except, the same storybook, I was like, what is this guy ex- saying? <laughs> except, except the police, dis- <laughs> when they did the police dispatcher, and in one camera angle, it sounds like she's in six different rooms, and then it's fine. That, okay, that part was hilarious. When they call the police station, I'm like, is this a police station? And then the cop drives up, and I'm like... I think this in might his, be a cop. In his Toyota Tercel. Well, yeah. Jesse's like, well, he has a cop swagger. And this is the only way you knew <laughs> that he was a cop. Then he got a sickle up his e- yeah. ooh do, yeah. that, do that uh, cop walk for me right now. This. I don't, no, there's a, um, I think I was just hip dysplasia. <laughs> so the one character in the beginning that kind of looks like uh, he's wearing the velour shirt, and then yeah. he starts like killing himself i imagine no, he didn't kill himself the guy cut his guts open with it was the really i mean it was really dark the, so t- we don't the really titular know. goblin I, I imagine trent reznor like watching it and he's like thinking about making the happiness and slavery video because oh, yeah. it was all like the shitty guts and everything like uh-huh. that i yeah. got super confused because at one point there was confusing 
the the Benny's dad and this other chick Super Mario. I thought they were flashbacks. I thought they were on. I thought they were on a TV show that they were watching. <laughs> that is a, a bit of editing that I thought was very clever. <laughs> yes. I, no, I, was that a flashback? What was that supposed no, to be? It was like that a was neighbor or something. In uh, concurrently with I them watching it, TV. Okay. I, I thought it was a flashback to the story of the people in the book. That's what I thought. Not, you know, no, but it's not. <laughs> okay. Right. Oh <laughs> Wait, Steph, did you laugh when the goblin was cavorting around like he was in Cats the Musical <laughs> and they had like triumphant 1950s classical music <laughs> yeah. playing? No, Steph was cracking up laughing when, so they introduced you to like the, I thought it was current day dudes, but apparently the stories were happening at the same time. But anyway, the, there's a dude who kind of looks like Peter Steele if he was in a boy band. He's got like oh, blonde hair. He's like hair. the main guy with the blonde bangs. And then his yeah. friend, Steph was like, oh my God, that guy's. His ar- top of his arms are so hairy. I'm like, that's not hair. That's tattoos. <laughs> and, 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 oh, yeah. but you couldn't tell and because the, of the shadows. And, and you she, know? That was when stuff was sort of dying laughing for like an hour. <laughs> no, and I was like, Jess, what do those tattoos look like now? Splotches, because they were the shittiest. No, and then when the one part when the, the caveman guy comes out for the first time, he's supposed to be a goblin. He looks like a caveman. Steph's like, you could learn a thing or two watching this movie about <laughs> film, about filmmaking, but she's like, she said it like in the most shadiest way possible. Do you remember when their friend walks up the ladder backwards yes. and then gets her vagine slashed yeah, and, and she, all of her and body organs come out of the vagine? She manages, well, first of all, she manages to not fall down the ladder when she's getting her vagina sliced open. Yeah, still also, alive. Yes. the goblin puts his entire arm up there to yeah. like the shoulder. And it's just pulling oh, out chicken cutlets. That's the, that's the Kelly Bundy, yes. like the burnt Kelly Bundy. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So many, so many. You know, She's this, the no again, frills. <laughs> Kelly. It's, it's my, that's my problem with anatomy. Gotcha. You know? Gotcha. And I think when this movie was over, Steph looked at me and Steph's like, <laughs> Ben better do a good job with this one. <laughs> and I was like, what, and I was so, like, what does that mean? I, I, I get that it's his friends and stuff like that, but like, don't, I mean, can a guy not see a little bit of titty in any of these fucking well, movies? Uh, that's, that, that's what he says, what I, Jesse said. I said that when, I, when we were 20 minutes in, I was like, Steph, there ain't been no boobs I, yet. I, I felt like the whole point of SOV is like, oh my God, we're going to go so much deeper than regular no, films. No, no, no. I feel, I feel like we haven't seen any boobs yet in these two, in so, two so movies, right? Yeah, no boobs. To create an interval with a little bit of context, and I didn't get to do this in the first episode, the thing about SOV and what made it uh, such an interesting phenomenon is at the is time- the quality, it was right? du- Well, it was, it was during the height- <laughs> I don't like your tones. <laughs> was during the height of like VHS. So a lot of people realized either for monetary purposes or they wanted to dip their feet in being directors for good or ill, that if they were able to make a film on camcorder that could be converted to VHS and if it could, they could have a distributor for it, then that VHS could be sold at a local video store next to something like Basket Case Hellraiser. And if your cover art was good enough, how could you know any better? You know, as a kid renting VHS tapes, mm. that cover art was critical. So a lot of SOV came out and and made profit by sheer virtue <laughs> of the fact that uh, people could. Uh, I mean, uh, ben, I appreciate your love right, of it. Let's go back to like why is it called Goblin? Because there's a perfect part when they're doing like the trying to be like Evil Dead, and she's like reading from the book or whatever, and mm-hmm. they're like Goblin Man, Goblin Man, do whatever a Goblin Man can, <laughs> or, or whatever the fuck the, like the little thing they recite is, and then um, what the fuck happens um when, when the 
Uh, 30 people open up the same door and go through the same room. <laughs> yeah. 20 times. Oh my God. Wait, what was the best part? Were you like, the, the, oh, when they open the door and they don't go downstairs, but oh, they're that, suddenly that, in the that, basement. That, that's, that's, <laughs> that's what I wanted to say. Because yes. they're, clearly, they're clearly in like a second story room and they go through this. Like, it looks like a closet, but then they edit it and they're in a basement with, <laughs> yeah, with, yeah. with stone because walls. the house, you know, it was sort of, I think it inspired the people who wrote House of Leaves because see, the house is I love, unknowable. I love the one neighbor they go to and as soon as they get in there, they're like, oh my God. Yeah, there's somebody out there trying to kill us. It's like you opened the creature in the well, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> that farmer, we told him he shouldn't be playing with things. And then what? she dies, and then she, she like she opens the door at one point, an arm reaches out, grabs I her. I thought I saw that, but then, then she's back. She's fine. You know what's so weird about I mean oh, oh so weird. Okay, so basically they kill the goblin in the end because they have to expose his heart that's right. and stick the necklace into his heart. That, that's right? what the book said. And that's what kills him. However, then all of the people that the goblin killed come back. And like I thought it was going to be like only the people that we saw die in this movie. Yeah, no, yeah. it's literally yeah, like who, a million people. Who are all those back. people? Because the first person they show coming back is like a kid with like a beach towel on his head, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Where? I didn't remember well, that kid wasn't even shown. A no. fun fact: some of that might have been insertive footage from another Tachi <laughs> zombie yeah, movie. Yeah. Does he always film in the same three houses? Uh, probably for budgetary reasons. Yeah. Does it, any of his films have nudity in them? I haven't seen any that do as yet. Man, I, can well, I make a request for the Nexus in the movie you do? <laughs> can there be boobs? Just sure. Boobs. Just but like you guys will boob. be eating your lunch when I, when Goblin No Way Home comes out with classic Goblin, and then a, a dimension opens, and then Goblin played by Bob Hoskins comes through, and then a Bob Goblin played by Tony Danza comes through, and then all uh, the Goblins team up. A Bob Goblin? <laughs> Is that what you said? A Bob Hoskins. Bob Hoskins Goblin. A, a Bob Goblin. Bob resurrect Hoskins. Bob Hoskins for his titular a, a, role. A, a Boblin? Mm-hmm. So what did what, what did everybody think as a whole? This was fucking. See, I disagree with John. Saint Story book. If I had to compare him, was a ten. This was like me and Steph. Just <laughs> me and Steph kept looking at each other like, "This is how much fucking longer? How much fucking goddamn longer?" Because it was just people pulling like wet socks out of like yeah, a hole. I mean, that's true. Like but, when I do think, I did enjoy. Saint Storybook Maybe is trying to reach for the stars. It also, was. Saint Storybook also doesn't get started for twenty minutes during yeah. the opening credits. But yeah. I have to say, I do agree. Like, I think I appreciate Satan Storybook a little bit more because they they had high goals. Like, they were reaching. You know, this like they're not even trying in this movie. No, no, they they're were like chicken cutlets for everybody. <laughs> Steph, <laughs> Steph was getting so mad because every, she's like, oh my God, she's, right. she's like every shot in this. A fucking close-up. Close-up of an eye. Close-up of a hand. Close-up of a foot. And she'd be like, saw that shot already? Uh, uh, (laughs) Saw that shot. The woman that gets killed in the kitchen, they kept showing her feet for some reason. I'm like, is there a foot fetish in here somewhere? Same two shots over and over again. When Tarantino's like, I'm coming! Can I get another (laughs) closey? So it sounds like you felt it was a mixed bag. I mean, it wasn't the worst thing I've ever watched, but it was close. Like, look, if if Satan's storybook was you know, a turd that started off as a turd and then became diarrhea. This movie is something that was started as liquid and suddenly got a little bit solid in the middle and then it became chunky diarrhea again. (laughs) (laughs) With some mucus. (laughs) So, oh, there's some membranes in there. I actually really enjoy this movie. Of course you (laughs) do, man. I find it to be like a fever dream. Uh, and, And most of it is not a good fever dream, but there's something really charming about it. I especially laugh very hard at all at when the one guy who is not introduced as a, as a member of the group of friends wanders oh, the, around the, the metalhead, and then yes, yep, the metalhead who I believe is Todd Sheets, and then has all of his organs pulled out of his ear. Yeah, yeah. I, I just assume that was just padding because it 
didn't make sense anywhere else. Why in the would movie. you need padding in this film? <laughs> to me, this movie feels and like it's only an hour and fifteen minutes, which is crazy. <laughs> to me, I feel like I went to Goodwill. I went over to like their VHS section, and there was like a tape of home videotape, and I was just like, I'm gonna take this home and see what's on it. I Might took be it home, some home porn. And it was like, this is actually someone's home video of something that happened. <laughs> and, and, it, and, it makes no se- and it makes no sense. The audio is terrible. The picture is terrible. It's fucking the darkest thing ever. Well, um, yeah, I hated it. Absolutely. <laughs> I fucking absolutely hated it so much. And I now knowing I want to go back and take Satan's start storybook and keep it on the shelf. And yeah. I don't want to fucking put this one in the, in the flames. Well, well, I can't because I already burned it. My acolytes have spoken. And so the tape will be thrust into the bowels of hell. Not actually, because I'm keeping the booted tape I have of it, because you know it's a sentimental value, and I, I'm going to watch it again. Um, but are until all, are they all next time, tapes? the pod sheets is very hard to find. But until next time, see you guys in hell. Because of the end of civilization, the clamp cable network now leaves the air. We hope you have enjoyed our programming, but more importantly. We hope you have enjoyed life. There is no salvation in hell. There's no savior in hell. There's no Bible in hell. There's no blood in hell. There's no altars in hell. There's no forgiveness in hell. Whatever goes to hell stays in hell.